The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas. Welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC. This is the Bear of Texas, of course, and I am reporting live from an undisclosed frozen location deep in the heart of Texas because, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been following up, there has been such a freeze here in Dallas-Fort Worth. It's currently 8 degrees where I am. And the way it's been cold the last couple of days, it has not been this cold since 1989. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I did in fact do the research because doing the research, that is simply what I do. Unfortunately, I regret to inform you this evening, my good friend and mentor in California, I can't say sunny because it's actually cold there, apparently. He will not be joining me. Um, Apparently, he had a rough weekend. He was unable to watch the games. But I am happy to say he will join me in the 48 hours as we will discuss the first four games of the first leg of the round of 16 Champions League. So there's still a lot to look forward to. So ladies and gentlemen, the bottom line is the the coolest nurse in the world, Steve Adams, a unique soccer expert. He will return soon. Well, it's been just another frustrating Premier League week for me and for Steve. But honestly, much like last week... Most of the predictions I made, I got wrong. Number one, I'll start with my team, Manchester United. A 1-1 draw to West Brom. And the embarrassing part is that West Brom actually took the lead within two minutes of the game. And it took nearly 42 minutes for Manchester United to equalize, courtesy of Bruno Fernandes. And Manchester United could not take the game away, okay? And the unfortunate part is that Manchester United at first seemed that they were awarded a penalty. But upon upon further review, the ruling on the pitch is reversed. Because the penalty ended up being cancelled. And a lot of the support from Twitter, a lot of people were actually questioning that. Because it seemed that there was indeed a foul. I'm not going to argue because really it is not worth it. Manchester United just another blown opportunity. I guess you can say that really that their chances of somehow securing the EPL title, I have to say it's honestly dead in the water because at this point, Manchester City cannot be stopped. Some might say I am simply exaggerating. I wish I were exaggerating, but look, 
Manchester City has not lost a game since November. Okay? They have been on fire. The absence of Kevin De Bruyne and Sergio Aguero really did not do anything that gave him a disadvantage. In fact, it seemed that it did not do any damage at all because Manchester City kept freaking winning, for the love of God. In this case, I guess one can say that Liverpool has officially lost the title and there's probably no chance in hell that they will get it this time. Because Liverpool has suffered a 3-1 loss on the road against Leicester City. Okay, It was quite an interesting second half as Mohamed Salah would give the Reds a 1-0 lead in the 67th minute. However, with about 12 minutes left, James Madison, not the U.S. president, a different player. This dude, this dude spells his last name with two D's, unlike our former American president. Scores in the same eighth minute to equalize. Three minutes later, Jamie Vardy makes it 2-1. to one, And another four minutes later, Harvey Barnes makes it 3-1. to one. In a seven-minute span, three goals. I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, is this just is this just how bad Liverpool has gotten? I mean, is this it? Is their reign of dominance over? Are they done being a good team? I mean, even even as a Manchester United fan, I don't know. I mean, I can't I can't really talk down on Liverpool. I mean, look at my club, Manchester United is really not even better. I mean, they're lucky to still be in second place for the love of God. But in Liverpool's case. The scoring is not the problem. The problems on defense, the injuries. You know, it seems like Liverpool has lost their groove. All the stress that's on their minds. You know, passion is being taken away. The excitement. It's it's going away, ladies and gentlemen. And Liverpool is about to play a Champions League game and there's not, not enough drama already that their first game against RP Leipzig... They can't go to Germany and play it. <laughs> they can't. Now, I know they did, they did come up with a, the location will be played. I'm actually not sure. But it does not look good for Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool has to play RP Leipzig on the road in their, in their first leg of the round of 16 game for the Champions League. And Liverpool was going to do whatever it took to avoid elimination like last year. Liverpool last year, as the defending Champions League champions, were eliminated in the round of 16, courtesy of Atletico Madrid. Okay? And now it seems, more than ever, some people are probably more convinced than ever, that fate is going to repeat itself. That Liverpool's dominance is truly, indeed, over. I don't think so. I mean, obviously, Manchester City is now dominating the EPL, and it kind of seems like the title is rightfully theirs, as much as it pains me to say. I mean, it is honestly rightfully theirs, because it's right there in their hand. They just got to play out the rest of the season, and then it's officially theirs. <sighs> Missing Virgil van Dijk has really been hurtful. All the players that, that have been hurt, okay? Liverpool's just had so many problems, so... Whatever happens, they got to finish out the season with their heads up. It's going to be a fresh start for next season, but you can't just go down like this. You can't just lay down and completely give up. No, that's not Liverpool. That is not the leadership 
under Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp is a whole lot better than this. He's not going to allow his players to just give up like that. And I don't see Liverpool doing such a thing. So even though it's going to be a hard-breaking next couple of weeks for Liverpool, might as well finish it with your heads up. Might as well go down swinging, boys. That's all I can say. As far as Leicester City goes, much like Manchester United, their chances of catching up to Manchester City are are very slim at best, okay? Because Manchester City is showing absolutely no signs of slowing down, ladies and gentlemen. Manchester City has been on fire. I mean, I hate saying that. I mean, I'm not going to deny the fact that Pep Guardiola is a fantastic manager, I mean, even even a diehard Manchester United fan, you know, there's no point of denying it. But keep in mind, I'm not speaking as a diehard Manchester United fan. I'm speaking as a sports writer. It's my duty to give credit where credit is due. And there's just no point of denying that Manchester City is indeed a very good team. And I am looking right now at their games as of late. Win after win after win. After win, after win, one draw against West Brom. Before that, the draw against Manchester United at Old Trafford. Previously, it was their final group stage game against Olympique de Marseille. Really easily disposing of Marseille. But I am looking. The last time that Manchester City lost a game, period, was November 21st when they lost 2-0 on the road to Tottenham. And at the time, if I remember correctly, ladies and gentlemen, Tottenham was actually the best team. Maybe they weren't at the top yet, but at the time, Tottenham was certainly not the team that they are right now. They were a whole lot better. They were strong, okay? Let's not forget, Tottenham beat Manchester United 6-1 to at Old Trafford. Six unanswered goals after Bruno Fernandes scored on a penalty within the first two minutes, okay? And I, speaking of Tottenham... It's just so unbelievable to see where they are. Ninth place, 10 wins, 6 draws, 7 losses. Although Harry Kane has recently come back. But Tottenham has just not been themselves, okay? And much to the amazement, you know, West Ham United earlier today was briefly in 4th place. But because Chelsea was able to pick up the win, West Ham drops to 5th, okay? But that's not all. Liverpool is in 6th place. 13 points behind Manchester City, okay? And by the end of this week, Manchester City could very well be 13 points ahead of Manchester United, who's currently in second with 46 points, okay? Manchester United, they could very well drop down to possibly third place this week, okay? Now with Leicester City knocking on the door, then Chelsea's not far behind, as well as West Ham United... Manchester United has got to get their heads out of their butts. No more excuses. Get on the pitch. No more draws. No more costly errors. Play effectively. Score some goals, okay? The problem is Paul Pogba is going to be out for a while. Paul Pogba had been playing so great for Manchester United. There's been a groove there. The offense has actually looked pretty effective. And now Paul Pogba is gone. And we don't know how long. Apparently, from what I saw, it was seen as an ankle problem. I mean, you know what? No, I take that back. I don't even remember. I just knew that apparently there was something and he was out for, for a few weeks. One source said it was an ankle problem, but you know what? It was one of those dead-end sources that, you know what? It's from 
some sort of website or whatever that no one's even heard of, okay? So I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna take the information from there. Absolutely not. That is not me. Sky I don't even know if Sky Sports even reported, but the bottom line is Pogba's absence affects the Red Devils, but regardless, they have to find a way to push through, okay? We're in the crucial part of the season. There's like about 14 games left to go, okay? And it's going to go by quicker than you think. It's time to win some games, Manchester United. But before I go to the rest of Manchester United's schedule, Manchester City has got a pretty interesting one. On Wednesday, they're going to make up for a game. I'm not sure which which week exactly they're making up for, but they will be making up for a game. against. They'll be on the road to play Everton. And then this Sunday, they will play Arsenal at home. And then next week, they'll play their first uh, Champions League round of 16 game against Moshen Gladbach. Be on the road. Followed by a home game against West Ham United before Manchester United comes over on their side of Manchester to take them on. Manchester City's schedule really doesn't look very difficult. But you never say never. Keep in mind, there's no such thing as an easy schedule, okay? Now, I might really seriously be exaggerating now, but I don't see Manchester City losing any more games. At least in EPL play. I don't see them losing in the round of 16 of the Champions League. I don't see them losing in the FA Cup quarterfinals game against Everton. <laughs> or the EPL Cup uh, final against Tottenham. Manchester City's could, could very well be now maybe the top favorite to win the Champions League. But they've been there before, and they've and they've been eliminated before. So let's not go too far. But as I wrap up the Manchester City talk, it's fair to say Manchester City might win out the rest might win out the rest of their games. Like I said, I think the EPL title is now officially rightfully theirs. And as far as Leicester City goes and Manchester United goes, these two teams are just going to have to fight for second place. But in Manchester United's case, it's about finishing in the top four so they can return to the Champions League next year and avenge what happened to them this year because they were eliminated in the group stage. That was humiliating. Now I'm talking as a Man U fan. As a sports writer, it was shocking. But as a Manchester United fan, absolutely humiliating. But now take a look at the rest of these games. Burnley and Crystal Palace. I don't remember exactly what I said. But Burnley picking up a 3-0 win on the road against Crystal Palace. That's pretty amazing because... And speaking of Burnley, i got to take a look now where they are. They are in 16th place. Well, Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United still in the relegation zone. And it's very humiliating for Man U you know, to suffer a 1-1 draw against the team that's... Second to worst in the, in the freaking uh, league, okay? West Brom only has two wins and 15 losses. And we let them score first? Totally unacceptable. That's as a writer. But as a fan, again, absolutely humiliating. Humiliating, I tell you. James, Brighton and Aston Villa. A dull 0-0 draw. Wolverhampton and Southampton. Well... I told Steve that this was possibly this could possibly happen because we both picked Southampton. Okay. And Wolverhampton takes the road win. I mean Southampton, not long ago, it seemed that they were in the top four. But the same scenario when Manchester United briefly had first place and then Southampton was in the top four, it's the same situation when I say it was fun while it lasted. 
Fun while it lasted indeed. And now Southampton, terrible loss you know, at home. They are in 13th place. Okay. Which now brings me to Arsenal and Leeds United. Steve and I both pick Leeds to win. But Arsenal instead decides to score four goals at home. Okay. And then Pierre-Emerick Amobayang decides to have, score a hat-trick. And Arsenal takes a 4-2 win. Okay. Arsenal had... It's, it's really been rough. So, I mean, not long ago, they kind of started getting on a hot streak a little bit. But the hot streak kind of cooled down. And, you know, they pick up a 4-2 four, a four win. Right now, they're sitting with 10 wins and 10 losses with 4 draws and 34 points in 10th place. You know, 2 points uh, under Tottenham. So... It really does not look good for them, but you know, but it could be. You know, I, I don't know what's if it's more humiliating for Liverpool because Liverpool's in sixth, and if you're in sixth, that means no Champions League, no Europa League. That would not be good for Liverpool, I'll tell you. And I'm sure you know, all these Liverpool fans, I know y'all want to imagine it, but hey, Liverpool's got to do something. Well, here's another one that I got wrong: Fulham and Everton. Fulham, a two nothing win. On the road against Everton. <laughs> Unfortunately, Fulham is still in the relegation zone, but this wins for pride. But Fulham's going to have to do something. Got to keep winning if they want to stay out of the relegation zone. Fulham wants to stay in England's top flight. They want to stay in the English Premier League, folks. And then West Ham United and Sheffield United. Well, West Ham's really been pretty good lately. As I mentioned earlier, they were briefly... Excuse me briefly in fourth place. But because Chelsea was able to pick up a 2-0 win against Newcastle, Chelsea's now in fourth, and West Ham's in fifth, and Liverpool's right below them. Who would have thought West Ham United being a bit of a dark horse this season, especially in this part of the season, where things begin to get extremely crucial. Extremely crucial. West Ham picks up a convincing 3-0 win against the worst team in the EPL. Okay. They really have to keep it up. But you know what? Even though they dropped to 5th, okay, they're, they're tied with Chelsea with 42 points, okay? And they're only 4 points away for both Manchester United and Leicester City, okay? So while 1st place is probably officially in the books, there's still a fight for 2nd place. There's still fights for the other 3 spots in the Premier League and for the spot in the freaking Europa League, okay? But if you're Chelsea... You want a spot in the Champions League, okay? And speaking of Chelsea, that game again against Newcastle United, well, it was certainly good to see Timo Werner score a goal, 39th minute. But for me personally, it felt so good to see Olivier Giroud score a goal. His goal is what gave Chelsea they one nothing lead, okay? It was... Scoring from that early on, that has to tell me that Olivier Giroud apparently, well, it does not look like he was not in the starting lineup. Huh. Yep, he was He was a substitute. Okay. He was a substitute. Really interesting. He must have come in the, in the game really early, but certainly was great to see him score. And, as, and I'm looking at the starting lineup, yeah. Christian Pulisic wasn't even in the starting lineup. You know, Angelo Conte as well wasn't even in the starting lineup. Yeah, three three players I care so deeply about. Olivier Giroud, Christian Pulisic, Angelo Conte. 
not starting the games well, that certainly gets me a little bit. But in Christian Pulisic's case, what scares me the most is is his history of getting hurt. I mean, the last thing Team USA needs is Christian Pulisic getting hurt. I mean, if Christian Pulisic gets hurt, I don't know if it hurts Chelsea more or if it hurts the U.S. men's national soccer team even more. Christian Pulisic is the golden child, okay? He's the future of the U.S. national team. We need him. We need him to be healthy. We need him to be in top form. It looks like in this game, did not see any playing time. He just spent the entire game sitting on the bench. Well. Well, 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 well. But now I'm going to go back and take a look at what Manchester United schedule looks like. Well, the next game, they'll be on the road in their first Europa League round of 32 first leg game against Real Sociedad. Uh, believe it or not, I have a bit of doubt against Manchester United in this one because Manchester United just has not looked good. Again, there's always the saying, they look different on the road. Well, they were on the road against West Brom and they did not look good. Okay. So they have to win this game, okay? This game will be on Thursday, okay? And then a week from that a week from there, the second the second leg of the round of 32 game against Real Sociedad will take place and it'll be at Old Trafford. But now that I'm looking at their EPL schedule. <laughs> the next game is against Newcastle Newcastle United. They can certainly win that game, but the question is, will they win the freaking game? After that, they'll be on the road to take on, take on Chelsea. And then March 6th, they'll be on the road to take Manchester City. And after that, a home game against West Ham United. <laughs> things have gotten brutal. Now things are so brutal, okay? But it doesn't end there, okay? Because two weeks after two weeks after the game against... Uh, actually, no. It doesn't look like it's going to be two weeks after. I'm guessing after that, there might be a bit of a break. But anyway... <laughs> April 10th, the rematch against Tottenham, okay? Before that, a game at home against Brighton. But their next three games are very complicated. Chelsea is actually has not lost a game since Thomas Tuchel took over. And Chelsea actually looks pretty freaking good, okay? It's very likely they could humiliate Manchester United on their turf, okay? And then it's bad enough that next, that next game they have to play Manchester City on the road. If Manchester United loses those two games in humiliating fashion, I think by then they could they could be dropped down to fourth place. Okay, and then Manchester Manchester United could fall completely apart, and God knows what what could happen. I mean, it, it's, it's even in there. I mean, they still have a game on May first, the third to last third to last game. Like, excuse me, not the third to last game, but one of their final games on May first. Manchester United takes on Liverpool at home. Okay, and there's still a game at home against Leicester City. Final two games, they'll have a home game against Fulham, and then that, then a road game against against Wolverhampton. Manchester United has to find a way to, to win out the rest, the rest of their games. Okay, maybe one one draw might not hurt, but a draw in the, in the next three games or a loss that's gonna hurt big time. They have to find a way to beat Chelsea on the road. They're gonna have to find a way to beat Manchester Manchester City on the road, but. That seems like that's kind of virtually impossible because of how much Manchester City has been dominant lately. I mean, it would be a miracle if Manchester United did not get beaten up, if they didn't lose, like, suffer a 4 nothing loss. If Manchester United somehow forces a draw against Manchester City, well, that's probably a win for Manchester United. But a draw still would not do many favors. They have to win. 
Manchester United's schedule for the rest of the season, including the FA Cup, it is not easy because their quarterfinals game against in the FA Cup is going to be on the road against Leicester City. Manchester United, ladies and gentlemen, is going to have a lot on their hands. They're certainly going to have the work cut out for them. But they got to get it together. They got to play some sublime soccer. They need to play effectively. They have to win. Okay? How humiliating would it be if Manchester United finishes below 5th and does not compete for any major tournament next year? That's unacceptable. Extremely unacceptable. I mean, that's humiliating. Alright. And Manchester United really cannot afford that. The same thing goes for Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea... Like I said, they have not lost since Thomas Tuchel took over. Okay? Chelsea has to play Southampton on the road this Saturday. And then Tuesday, February 23rd, they play on the road. The first game against Atletico Madrid. Then after that, there's that game at home against Manchester United. And then after that, a game against Everton. Next, Then after that, against Leeds. Then the second game against Atletico. Yeah. Chelsea's uh, remaining schedule, a little bit of bumps. I mean, they have a, a, road, a road game against Manchester City. And then they'll be at home against Arsenal. Well, Chelsea's schedule is a bit more relaxed, but it's still not... I would not say it's easier. But, but with Chelsea being a bit better since the taking over uh, by uh, Thomas Tuchel, Chelsea probably doesn't have much worries on their hands, but they're going to have to do their best too because, uh, as again, as I'm looking at the top ta- at the table... Manchester City, first place with 53 points. Man U and Leicester City, okay, 46 points with Man U in second. Chelsea and West Ham, both fourth and fifth at 42 points. The finish of the EPL might be over, but now it's a, it's about talking who's going to finish second, third, and fourth, and fifth. So that's the competition as far as EPL goes. That's what we got to look out for. Manchester United, ladies and gentlemen, I guarantee you, is under a lot of pressure. And if they succumb to it, if they collapse under pressure, well, all I can say is, well, it's their damn fault. They could not get the job done. They have to be. They have to suffer the consequences. And quite honestly, I sincerely hope it does not come to that. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Tune in in about 48 hours as my good friend and mentor Steve will return and we will begin, we will resume our discussions on the Champions League tournament of this year. Thank you very much. Y'all have a good night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.